0: guys welcome to another episode of the go for two podcast i am your host cargo uh today uh just kind of a quick overview of what i wanted to talk about on this show um it is uh, january 14 2021 so we're going to talk about the college football championship that happened just this past monday uh we're going to go over some of the head coaching jobs uh, of course we're going to do a quick recap of what really happened on uh, the Wild card round this past weekend. And then, of course, I'm going to make some predictions for the uh, divisional round this up and coming week. Okay. So, um, really quick shout out to uh, the Heisman winner, Devontae Smith. Um, just hearing his Heisman speech was, uh, I didn't watch it live, but I uh, watched it a couple days after. And just um, the biggest thing I took away from it was just um, how humble and down to earth this guy really is. You know, he kind of talked about um, where he came from and and the reason why he wanted to come to Bama and that, you know, the the main goal was to win a championship, you know. So, um, kudos to him. Uh, Kudos to the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide football team. Uh, Roll Tide, big time for sure. Just an unbelievable game, really. Like, I know it became a little bit lopsided towards the end of the game, but I thought it was really interesting and, um, you know, obviously going on to really quick Devonte Smith, what he did in the first half, three touchdowns, 12 catches, 215 yards. Those are absolute insane numbers, video games numbers. I didn't realize like how good it was until like watching the national championship. And, uh, you talk about someone who's just very smooth, very fast and quick, elusive. Uh, he's definitely all of those things. And, um, Really good to see his uh, teammate, Jalen Waddle, kind of play a little bit. I know he was kind of limping around a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm kind of with everybody else. Like, hey, like, you're going to be a really high draft pick. So just, you know, you know, let's let's take care of that stuff in the offseason. But, you know, I think he just kind of really wanted to play. It was a, it was a great show of uh, competitiveness. And, you know... I look at other teams that say, oh, hey, we want Bama, we want Bama. Like, there's a reason why, like, Alabama is Alabama. You know, looking at the roster just from uh, up and down, like, uh, they're going to have about maybe five or six guys get drafted in the first round. Um, They'll probably have up to, like, you know, 10 to 15 guys even uh, drafted in the other rounds of the NFL. So, um, guys go not only because they want to get drafted into the NFL, but because they want a shot at winning some championships, um, kind of cementing their legacy in the college football world. And I think like the, the best one of the things I look forward to in the draft is obviously Alabama's going to have two wide receivers go in the first round again. And, you know, you look at, you know, maybe some of the teams where you might have a running back, for example, Uh, He plays at, let's just say, Ohio State. He's a four-year starter. Um, And then you have, like, guys that, you know, are running backs from Alabama where um, they really only may start one year but still get drafted, like, you know, in the first round. And, you know, I was really thinking about that just because I think it's beneficial for them to maybe sit behind the bench, you know, a couple years, and then, like, their senior year they just – they probably have so much energy, you know, they don't have a lot of tread on the tires versus the – Guy who started four years at Ohio State, like the wear and tear he has already on his body. And uh, just looking back on uh, past rushing leaders, you know, we obviously have uh, Najee Harris, who's going to be a first rounder. Uh, back in 2018, we had Damian Harris, um, third round pick. Uh, he was also leading rusher in 2017. Uh, 2016 as well. Uh, 2015, you look at Derrick Henry. Uh, 2013 T.J. Yeldon, 2012 Eddie Lacy, 2011 Trent Richardson, 20 uh, 2010 was Mark Ingram. So what, what I'm saying is, is like, let's just say your senior running back is Mark Ingram. The junior running back is Derrick Henry. The sophomore running back is Kenyon Drake, you know, and then that's not to mention that Josh Jacobs was a first round draft pick and, you know, he's not a leading rusher. So, um, you know, you think about some of the other running backs that are, you know, we're at Alabama, too. You know, Alvin Kamara. So, there's just so much talent at that running back position. Alabama is definitely running back you. So, it's just kudos to them because it's it's a smart decision. You know, not a lot of tread on the tires. So, they have a little bit maybe more of a longevity and, um, you know, less opportunities to get hurt and stuff like that. So And then you even look at the offensive line, too. That guy, uh, Leatherwood. Um I believe he's 6'8" 360 which is uh, unrealistic you know for an offensive lineman um he'll definitely be a first round draft pick as well along with uh, others especially you know on the de- defensive line but um you know enough about that you know Just, you know, Alabama is pretty much an extension of the NFL, whether you want to call it a G League or, you know, whatever the case may be. So um, it's just tough for college football. It's almost not as entertaining because you want a good championship game. But uh, that's just the way that the the cards are dealt. And um, so kind of switching over to the NFL really quick. um, uh, The Cowboys side, Dan Quinn, I really like this signing um, for the Cowboys. Uh, great coach. He seems like he's ready to come back. So we'll see what he can do. Hopefully he can bring um, Chris Richards back. Um, I know they coached together when the, uh, they had the Legion of Boom back in Seattle. I, I think the, probably the biggest news is um, the Eagles firing Doug Peterson. Uh, I think uh, it's a good move for Doug Peterson. I think it's time for maybe him to get another, another start somewhere else. Um, I think he's a really good coach. Um, I don't think he'll be out of a job uh, very long. Uh, I don't like, you know, how it went down. You know, obviously there's a lot of built-up, you know, tension in the room. And, you know, now there's a lot of stories saying, well, Doug Peterson wanted to bring in this assistant, but, you know, the Eagles wanted to bring in this assistant. So it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, just a, You know, obviously with that game, the way it ended and the whole – quarterback situation with Carson. So it kind of feels like the Eagles chose Carson Wentz over Doug Peterson. You know, um, obviously Carson didn't win them any playoff games when they had that Super Bowl run in 2017. It was Doug Peterson and Nick Bowles. So um, hopefully Carson Wentz can get it together. He needs to stop being a crybaby and play better. Like I just – I don't know what – his deal is, is obviously they can't really move his contract. There's probably very few teams that, you know, want him right now. Cause he's not playing well. Like, I don't, I don't see a team that's like, yeah. You know, oh yeah. Let's go trade the bank for, you know, Carson Wentz. I'd rather go trade the bank for like Deshaun Watson or Matthew Stafford. And then um, hopefully the Eagles can figure out their quarterback situation. Um, now they're starting the interview process for head coaches a little bit late. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, Todd Bowles has kind of been uh, a name that's brought up a lot. I really like Todd Bowles, a great defensive-minded coach. Um, Obviously, Jim Swartz retired. So um, we'll definitely keep you updated on that. And it looks like the Jaguars got their guy in Urban Meyer. I mean, Urban Meyer is coming into a dream situation where he has a first pick. So um, he can either get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, whoever he really wants. I I believe it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. And obviously, they have about $7 million in cap space. So they can bring in more talent. And then they have 11 picks in the draft. So um, it's going to be really exciting to see what they do in the off season. Uh, Now going on to the, let's not forget, Hey, you know, all all this is great. I really like it. I I get into it a lot, but let's, let's talk about, you know, the playoffs, you know, obviously uh, last week we had the uh, bills and Colts. Um, It was a really close game. I really enjoyed watching it, Uh, but just the Colts just missed too many opportunities, Um, a a field goal here, a touchdown. And then that Josh Allen fumble, Um, they could have, you know, possibly gotten that fumble and, you know, changed the game right then and there. But, you know, sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce away. Um, the Ravens and Titans, once again, another really interesting game. Um, shout out to Lamar Jackson. Finally got his first playoff win. Uh, it was a great revenge, revenge game for them as well, just because obviously what happened this past year, week 10, where uh, the Baltimore or the Tennessee Titans, I'm sorry, are dancing on the Baltimore Ravens logo. John Harbaugh had a couple words with Mike Baraball. And uh, you know that uh, obviously last year the Titans knocked off the Ravens when Lamar was having his Super Bowl MVP type season, so good for them to get a little bit of uh, revenge there. You know, and then the Rams the Seahawks. This one I I definitely called it wrong, and you know obviously in my you know in my gut I really felt like you know that defense was just going to be too much, but. There's only so many times that, you know, a defense can stop an offense, but uh, the Rams definitely proved me wrong. They just dominated the Seahawks from beginning to end. Uh, Cam Akers had a big game as well, so um, shout out to the Rams, and, you know, uh, Jared Goff coming in, like, you know, obviously he wasn't starting, but still came in, you know, was not a game manager, but, you know, a guy who just... Didn't turn the ball over, you know. Obviously, was protected by that, that offensive line, and um, yeah, they're going on to the next round. So we'll see uh, how the Rams favor this week. Uh, looking at now the uh, the Bucks and the Washington football team. uh the, the Bucks won. You know they were supposed to win this game, but you know I think Tyler Heineke played really great, and you know I think maybe the the Washington football team, you know. They might have something here with Tyler Heineke. Uh, so, well, we'll see how their future is. You know the uh, They're definitely looking up for the Washington football team. Uh, another one that I called wrong um, was the Saints and the Bears. Um, so, going into the game, Roquan Smith wa- did, decided not to play. I don't know for what reason. I'm guessing an injury. They were also missing Jalen Johnson. So, um, obviously with Roquan Smith, I would have been like, okay, you know what? I changed my mind. Definitely going Saints here. So, uh, you know, Drew Breeze was uh, definitely, uh, definitely, he was like, he probably heard my podcast and was like, oh, I bet I'll see you. I'll see you next week, Cargo. Um, so can't underestimate Drew Brees. Uh, and then that Bears offense obviously did not, you know, look good at all. So uh, the Saints are going on to the next round. And then uh, the, the Sunday night game, what a game it was, um, I guess, for like the first 30 seconds before the game started. Uh, Obviously, the Browns pretty much dominated from beginning to end. You know, there were some moments where, like, wow, man, the Steelers might come back and take this from the Browns. But uh, luckily, the Browns were able to pull out the win and, um, you know, really excited for that franchise Uh, just because with all the the trash talking that Juju and Chase Claypool – Uh, Did, you know, the week prior leading up to that game, like, you know, the Browns are still the Browns, you know, like, you know, obviously you gave them some bulletin board material and, you know, obviously they're going to come out fired up without their coach, Kevin Stefanski. So I just felt like they definitely had some juice and, you know, some early mistakes by the the Steelers uh, really cost them uh, that game. You know, even Ben Roethlisberger, I think I, I think this might be his last game in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, uniform. So, uh, shout out to the Browns. Uh, Yeah, they had guys, you know, named Blake stepping up apparently. So, all right. So, going into this divisional round, we have some really good games, really good teams playing. So, let's jump into it. So, on Saturday, uh, the first game is going to be the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Going up to Green Bay uh, in the cold to play Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So obviously, you know, the Rams are kind of banged up right now. Um Aaron Donald's a little hurt. He's got that rib shoe. I think he'll still play. I, I think he's still going to dominate. This guy is just too good not to dominate. The Jared Goff still like, you know, he's going to start, you know, it just came out today that he's going to play. Um I mean, I don't I don't know who else they have as a quarterback there. Um, maybe Blake, no, Blake Bortles isn't there anymore. Uh, but yeah, and then Cooper Cup's also a little banged up. So, um, some key injuries, but obviously there's, it's going to be that Rams defense against Aaron Rodgers and that offense, because there's so many good matchups like you see, uh, just because, you know, obviously it's Aaron Rodgers against Aaron Donald. I don't really know if that's the case. Um, I think it's, you know, how they block Aaron Donald again, you know, uh, or the type of impact that Aaron Donald will have on the game. And then obviously, you know, you look on the outside, Jalen Ramsey and Devontae Adams, like this is going to be a great matchup to watch. I think, um, I don't think Devontae Adams will dominate, but I think, you know, him and Aaron Rodgers are just on another level right now. Like they're just, their timing is absolutely impeccable. And, you know, there's it's one thing to go up against a man, you know, who's a great wide receiver, but to go up with a quarterback that's one of the best of all time, uh, that's that's gonna be a tough matchup. And, you know, it's this is like kind of like a little bit of deja vu for last year, you know. The the Packers played the 49ers and the 49ers ran the ball all over that Packers defense. They could not stop uh Raheem Moster last year, so and, you know, Cam Akers is playing really well, so this is really, like, for the Packers, I think I think they have a lot to prove in this game, you know, because they're going against a team similar, a similar style to what the San Francisco 49ers did last year, and I think they know that, you know, they're they're going to have to stop the run. It's, it's the inevitable. Make Jared Goff, you know, beat you. I... Like like I said, this is tough because it's hard to go against a a good defense who can run the ball on offense. But I think uh, this year, Aaron Rodgers, MVP-type season, I think he's going to get it done against the Rams. Uh, You can only stop Aaron Rodgers so many times, and he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. So uh, they can still run the ball as well. They're very good running attack as well. So that's also something that they're going to have to play against here. Um, really quick commercial break. Um just wanna give a shout out to our sponsors at Bang. I'm just kidding, not yet, hopefully soon. Um throwing down a blue Raz here this afternoon. Ah, there you have it. Ooh, man, I really need to get a co host out here to, you know, give me a break, you know what I'm saying? But ah, we'll see. Um, So, trending on to the next uh, matchup we have here. Um, So, this is going to be the Saturday night game. It's going to be the fifth-ranked or the fifth-seed Ravens going against the Buffalo Bills, the two-seed. This is also, like, a really interesting game. Uh, A lot of people, like... I think that they're kind of similar in the style. You know, obviously Josh Allen throws the ball all over the place. Uh, but Josh Allen's like a running back. So he just he likes to run, you know, he, he'll make he'll make the plays when he needs to. And um, you know, it's it's really about the Bills being able to stop this running attack of Lamar Jackson. You know, I believe that the Ravens defense can stop Josh Allen. I believe they have a really good secondary. So I look at like the the really interesting matchup for me is kind of like the Bills wide receivers going against that Baltimore secondary. Like that's going to be a really interesting matchup just because we have Saban Diggs, you know, uh, Robert or uh, Gabriel Davis, Cole Beasley, and then on the other side you have Marcus Peters, uh, Marlon Humphreys, uh, Corey Chuck, I, I believe is or Charlie Charlie Chuck. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see how like that secondary goes against those wide receivers. Um, and I, I believe they have a good matchup there, and I just don't know if Lamar Jackson's just re- uh, like really hot right now. And um, I think going into Buffalo kind of gives them a little bit of an advantage. Obviously, it's gonna be harder, like depending on the weather too. You know, like there's a I think there was like a forty percent possibility of the uh, uh, it it actually snowing in Buffalo. So if it's snowing, it's going to be hard to catch that ball. I think the team that's going to be – the team that can run the ball is going to win this game a little bit. Um, and, you know, like I said, the, the Buffalo Bills defense, uh, they did give up 24 points to the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Jonathan Taylor looked really good. So there's another really good running back in the Ravens' backfield with K.J. Dobbins. So I'm actually going to take the upset here. This is going to be the only upset I have this week. Taking the Baltimore Ravens uh, against the Buffalo Bills. I know the Buffalo Bills are red hot, but, um, you know, the Baltimore Ravens are just as hot, if not hotter. So, um, so going into this uh, Sunday matchup, we have the uh, Cleveland Browns going against the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, really just, uh, I don't think the Browns defense can stop Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I mean, obviously they struggled against Ben Roethlisberger. So, uh, that's a tough deal right there. And, you know, obviously the Browns are going to have to do ball control. And ball control doesn't necessarily mean just running the ball. Um, it's, it's about, you know, completing passes. And Baker Mayfield is going to have to make some plays happen. And um, I think that's a very opportunistic defense that the Chiefs had. And I, I think this game, you're going to see the reason why that the Chiefs are a complete team. Um, I'm actually even going to go out on a limb and say Nicole Hartman has a, a, you know, maybe a punt return or a kick return for a touchdown. So, I'll look out for that. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs once again. And um, the last and final matchup, we have the Tampa Bay Bucs and the New Orleans Saints. This one's also kind of a toss-up for me. Uh, just because these teams are really similar. Um, when you look at it, obviously the Everybody's making fun of like the old man quarterback Super Bowl, you know, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees and I, I you know, obviously yeah, you look at those quarterbacks like they're going against each other, it's a huge deal, but it, I you know, they don't play each other like one plays on offense, you know, the other plays on defense. No, they play both offense. So, um, I guess like for me, I, I think the Saints are going to go for a clean sweep here. I, I don't I, I don't think that the Saints defense you know Cam Jordan, the way he talks about Drew Brees, he speaks so highly of him. He's not gonna let Tom Brady beat uh, Drew Brees in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so for me, like you know, the, the Saints obviously have like a, a more of a. Comp- they're probably you know the last couple of years they've been the most complete team, um, they really have. So um, they got they have guys on the defensive line, the linebacker position. And in that secondary to kind of they're just so balanced, they play so well. And then obviously, you know, last week the uh, Saints also got, you know, Mike Thomas back. Looked good. Alvin Kamara looked good as well. So, I, uh, you know, it's a tough offense to go against. And they're having other guys step up too, like Emmanuel Sanders, Deontay Harris. And uh, looking at, you know, the Bucks defense is good, not great. Um, I just feel like they're a little bit young in the back end, and that's where Drew Brees is going to take advantage. And you know, obviously, they're going to get Devin White back, and you know, Devin White talking about having a big game against Tom Brady. You know, uh, Chase Young did that last week, and it really didn't work out for him that well. So uh, I'm a little, I'm a little weary of that. He's definitely a great talent. He's a great player at that position, you know. But Drew Brees, I'm you know, not only Drew Brees, but it's Alvin Kamara really against you know Devin White. So there's really good matchups all across the field, but I think the one that I'm looking forward to the most is obviously you know Tom Brady and these wide receivers going against that uh, New Orleans Saints uh, secondary. Uh, but I think um, more importantly, really, just um everybody's kind of talked about it like you know Mike Evans. Yes, he's had eight seasons of a thousand receiving yards, uh, which is great. That's a great uh, personal stat, but he just hasn't had that moment where. You think of Mike Evans as an elite wide receiver. You know, obviously they've been up and down. He's had a lot of injuries. And he's had these really dumb moments where he's just fighting the guy, like, across him. You know, obviously, you know, the matchup is Mike Evans against Marshawn Lattimore. And Marshawn Lattimore, for the most part, has really had his number. So, will Mike Evans make those big plays against Marshawn Lattimore? And then, obviously, uh, Chauncey, Gardner, Johnson, CG, or... CJ, whatever they call him, he's uh the, the biggest agitator in the NFL right now. Um, you know he, he trash talks a lot, and it's gonna be interesting to see him go against like you know AB or um. I, I think he's gonna go against uh really a, a Chris Godwin, and I think Janoris Jenkins will probably take Antonio Brown. So, like I said, I feel like this is a good secondary. They can they can they'll be able to cover those guys, and you know. Like I said, the Saints have just completely dominated the Bucs, and you know, I don't really see that changing. The Saints feel so much pressure to win this game, like it's unreal. You know, obviously what the Saints have endured the last couple of years in the playoffs, you know, going back to uh um, last year against the Vikings, the year before against the Rams and and then the the, the, the Stephon Diggs catch. So um I think this year they they're gonna get it right. They're gonna get to the next round and um, I think, you know, the Bucs, you know, like I said, it, the Bucks have really been up and down. They play good against bad teams. And when they play good teams, they don't really play that well. Um, I know they had one really good game against the Packers, but, uh, you know, the Packers really don't have that type of defense that the Saints do. So um, it's going to be great games to watch. You know, like I said, uh, look out for that Rams defense. Uh you know, I think, like I said, I think the Packers and the Saints just have so much pressure on themselves, like, you know, that they can't they can't afford to lose, you know, which is going to be tough. They're, everybody's good at this point. So it's really like a, a coin flip. You know, sometimes it comes down to like plays that, you know, just kind of happen out of nowhere. So uh, I'm really looking forward to watching these games this weekend. Um, if you guys have any thoughts, any comments or anything like that, you already know the deal. Uh, go ahead and hit like, subscribe, give me some ratings. Uh, let me know what you guys think about the podcast. You know, and uh, uh, of course, always I like to end the the, the podcast with an, uh, a message. You know, obviously, thank you guys for taking the time to listen. I know these podcasts aren't really short and, you know, there's just so much to talk about. And uh, hopefully you're just enjoying this on your lunch break or, you know, while you're running or whatever the case may be. Um, always just always be kind to people you just never know what somebody's going through um, especially in our day and age so um, just always remember guys uh, go for two